When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, James Durley of uh, the National Youth Council of Ireland is on the line. James is uh, the Deputy Director of the Youth Council. A very good morning to you, James, and thanks for joining us. Uh, I was saying some people uh, seem to be coming around to the realisation that uh, this is... Very serious advice and advice that should be heeded at least over the course of the next couple of weeks. Do you think uh, that is uh, the position that young people are adopting? Yeah, well, Michael, I suppose certainly we, we as an organisation, we wouldn't second guess um, Nevis, Nevis because they're obviously the public health experts or that. I suppose our concern was really just then how how the government reacted to that advice and it did seem as if the, the, it was a, a surprise and that you know we, we've all we've all heard a lot about the delta variant in the last number of weeks and certainly it is a concern and we know what happened at christmas and in january and, and you know the deaths and, and illness and, and that that has to be taken on board but i suppose i think what young people I suppose are looking for is fairness and clarity and and certainly in the last number of days it did seem as if people were going to be asked uh, who are working in, in, in you know, mm. in, in settings where it was indoor dining, were going to be asked to go to work, mm. but at the same time, young people were being told you're actually not going to be able to uh, avail of the services yourself, mm. um, and uh, you know, only fully vaccinated people would do that. And I think just practically, we all know that practically for you know proprietors and for staff and for you know for everybody really, it wasn't going to be possible to verify whether a person was you know vaccinated or not. So the whole thing seems to be a bit of a mess. Well, the advice is either verify that they're vaccinated or stay closed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I suppose the question I would have is how you know how is that possible? I know people have got cards as they as they've gone to mm. the various you know they've got their various shots of the vaccines and that's that's welcome. But I suppose the question is you know how can I verify if somebody hands me a card as a staff mm. member mm. or as an owner of a business? How can I verify they're the actual mm. person? that actually has got the vaccination, you know, could somebody hand the card to somebody else? You know, so, 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 so the obvious conclusion is remain closed, is it not? Well, I suppose the obvious conclusion is that maybe we need to look at kind of the measures that were, I mean, obviously never, never gave advice. Last summer, you know, we did have indoor dining, you know, for most of, of the summer. We didn't see an appreciable mm. rise in the number of cases, you know, between July and October. Now, obviously, Neffert have, have given different advice this time. Well, it's a different um, virus this time. It's a, a different variant. Uh, yeah, you're comparing apples with oranges. Mm, well, I suppose that's true, Michael. There is obviously greater concern about the Delta variant. And as I said, we're not public health experts mm. and, and we certainly don't uh, second guess what Neffert are suggesting. Mm. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking to argue with you, James. I'm just <laughs> mm. trying to 
point to the dilemma that everybody finds themselves in, in this morning. There's no simple solution. There's no good answer to all of this. Yeah, well, I suppose the, you know, the, the government had came out on, was it yesterday, the day before, saying that, you know, we need to have, we, we could have some verification system for the vaccination, but that seemed to be a bit of a, a kind of a last minute kind of uh, decision. I suppose our, our issue really was that we were aware that, that Netflix probably were going to have concerns around the Delta variant. We've been, that's been known for a number of weeks, but it mm. did seem to be, come as a bit of a surprise to government when the advice came. Now, I haven't read the advice, so I, I, I acknowledge that I don't know the full mm. detail. But I suppose from a young person's point of view, it did seem very unfair. And there's been a lot of calls recently about, you know, young people need to get back to work and if employers are, you know, are looking for staff. And young people are returning in huge numbers. I mean, the numbers on the PUP mm. in relation to the under 25s has come down, you mm. know, has halved in the last number of months, which is great to see so many young people going back to work. But from a from a from a young person's point of view, it did seem very unfair that you were being told on one hand you need to go back to work because jobs are available and young people want to do that. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, young people aren't allowed to be you know aren't allowed to avail of restaurants or wherever you know in terms of indoor dining. So it did seem as if I mean, the is. job of government yeah, is no, to I mean, govern and yeah, provide. I, yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think support. anybody is arguing with that. It is unfair. Um, but it, 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 is it less unfair? than keeping businesses closed and um, than denying people who have been vaccinated uh, the opportunity to go out or businesses uh, to get back to business uh, and so on. Uh, because that seems to be the two options that Neffet is presenting. Either you keep the pubs closed and the restaurants uh, indoors, obviously, or, or you reopen under these circumstances. Uh, yeah, you, and just, just, going, mean, just going back to the advice from Neffet, uh, the eight-page letter from Tony Houlihan, uh, he says uh, that they should open indoors uh, and can open indoors, but only once there's a robust, non-reproducible and enforceable system of verification of vaccination or immunity status. And that yeah. would mean that you would prove that you've been vaccinated or that you've had COVID. COVID. Uh, and you're saying that that's not possible to prove. It's too complicated and that's probably correct. But just to continue for a second, James, uh, what Tony Houlihan says then is that if that is not deemed feasible, the government should consider pausing further easing of these measures until such a system can be instituted. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, that, that's very, very clear advice from, from Neffert, and I said I, I won't argue with that, but I suppose the question is that maybe, it, 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 for me, there's a sense of the, the timing around this, that it just, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I think that the people from the industry were kind of essentially saying, you know, it's not possible to, to introduce a verifiable and robust system overnight, and I can understand that's the case. So essentially, uh, my my point is that you know the government should have should have you know had more work done in advance. Should have been more prepared to to deal with this particular issue because as we know we know that the vaccine was being rolled out that there there you know that that there would be uh, there would be cases where we would need to verify that people have been vaccinated and so to kind of announce it that well. We don't have that in place, and they are, they are the only alternative is just to deny people who haven't been fully vaccinated the right, including many many young people, including thousands of young people who are working in the sector, um, mm. who are expected to, you know, circulate among people who 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 are vaccinated, but actually they themselves, you know, or their friends couldn't come in and 
and and avail of the, of, of the of the facility. So I suppose that's really where mm. it does seem. I, I appreciate it's a dilemma and it's mm. not easy. Yeah. But I suppose our, our argument is what's been provided at the moment. Oh, I'd be livid. Uh, uh, young people. Uh, I mean, I'd be absolutely livid being told to stand outside of a pub because I've white socks on. <laughs> Never mind yeah. the fact that I haven't been vaccinated. At least I could go home and change the white socks. And mm. that and that is exactly the problem. You can't go home and get vaccinated and come back. Uh, you haven't had the opportunity to do this, so it is very discriminatory. Uh, but they're the two options. There's no good options. Uh, and, yeah. the, uh, and the reason for this at the moment is because of uh, a lot of unknowns. Uh, and we'll have more information in a couple of weeks because we'll be watching uh, the mistakes mm. that they make in the UK if they make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be the data on how transmissible it is. That's unknown at the moment. Uh, there's different uh, estimates uh, and h- how many people will result, uh, will end up in hospital as a result or ICU or die or so on. Mm. Uh, so mm. so that's why you have these four different uh, predictions from NEFA in terms of the number of deaths over the three months, mm. from, from mm. optimistic to pessimistic. Uh, and then there's this rapid testing, which NEFID are against, but the government is now looking at. They've established this expert rapid test group. So maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll be having a different conversation. Yeah, well, hopefully, Michael, hopefully by the 19th of July, we'll be in a, you know, a much clearer position. And I suppose the other thing around this as well, if we could really, and, and it is, I mean, it, in fairness, we have seen a ramping up of the vaccination programme. And, you know, I mean, this problem would be solved if we could, you know, accelerate the vaccination program, because young people, I mean, there was a poll out recently which showed that the vast majority of young people, so high, in the high 90s of young people, are anxious to get the vaccine. So young people mm-hmm. are willing to be vaccinated. It's, it's very positive that, you know, so many young people want to be vaccinated because they want to get their lives back, essentially. And we all want our lives back, I suppose. We all want to protect people. So I think if we could accelerate that as well around the vaccination program. We could solve this problem in, in, in the coming weeks, there's no doubt about that. And, and you know, and I appreciate the government had the dilemma, but I think what was being put on the table uh, or been talked about certainly did 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 appear discriminatory. And I suppose, oh, it know, is. I mean, yeah. regard, regardless of it being necessary, it is discriminatory. Yes, and I suppose even you know whether it, it would be legal for somebody to yep. be discriminated on the basis of age in that yep. regard, I'm yep. not sure how that would even stand up uh, in you know if somebody was to take a case. To be quite honest, now I haven't looked at it in detail, but from my point of view, there certainly would be a case there for someone to say, well, actually, it's illegal for a proprietor to to actually um, you know refuse me entry uh, to the to his premises or her premises on the basis of age. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. we're in a public health. Emergency, I appreciate that, but I, as the law stands at the moment, I don't even know would that be possible for a proprietor, even if he was aware that somebody wasn't vaccinated, to refuse them entry and service. You know, for example, a family, you know, you can imagine maybe somebody in their 40s or 50s going in with their son or daughter or a friend or neighbour who's in their 20s and one being told, well, yeah, you can go and sit in, mm-hmm. inside, but I'm sorry, you, you know, the person who's in their 20s or 30s has been told, I'm sorry, you have to sit outside. You know, apart from that being very embarrassing for yeah. them, it, I, I'm not sure if a proprietor would be in a position to actually uphold that legally. Yeah, well, it could turn out very troublesome, uh, apart from yeah. anything else. All right, James, we leave it there for the moment. Thank you, though, indeed, as always, okay, Michael, for joining us. Much. That's uh, James Durley, the Deputy Director of the National Youth Council of Ireland. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.